Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Make a Move with Denise with your host, Coach Denise. Hope all is well. So happy to be joining you guys today. It's an honor to tell you what God has been teaching me. It's an honor to be able to share it with you. So without further delay, here we go. So family, we are the mouthpiece of God, right? Many of us don't know that. We don't really understand the, the, the depth of that statement, but we really are the mouthpiece of God. We are made in his image. He put us here to manage the earth. And so whatever we say has to go, whether it be good or bad. That's another story for another day. But today we're going to talk about us being the mouthpiece of God in respect of, you know, related to your purpose, right? So we are the mouthpiece of God and he speaks through us if we follow him. Well, if we allow him, I don't want to say follow because many of us follow him, but we don't allow him to use us. So if we allow him to speak through us, he he speaks. A lot of us can't hear because there's a lot of noise and disruption and but those of us that are, are listening and those of us that want him to be heard, we want him to be heard, we allow him to use us, right? We are his vessels. So that's why our, our minds and our mouths are the most powerful tools we have. They're connected because whatever your mind is filled with, you will automatically speak, right? Matthew 12, 34 says, and this is not, this is just a second part of the verse, but for sure, go back and read it. Read the whole thing. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh, right? So that means, remember, your mind is really your heart. Your heart, when the Bible speaks of your, your heart, it's really your mind, you know, because your heart can't speak, your mind is what he's talking about, right? So for example, let me give you an example of that. If you're the type of person that gossips, like 90 plus percent of what you say on a daily basis will be about other people. And let me give you a side note. Gossipers have no time to work on their purpose because they're too busy in other people's business and other people's affairs right and and when you're busy in other people's stuff the result is you are lacking in some area of your life you know and you're not taking the time the same time that you would take to be in other people's business you could take that time to to clear up and and improve the areas of your life where there's lack okay so another example is someone who feeds, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the spirit with the word of God, an individual like this, when you squeeze them, 90% of what they say will sound like God, right? Another side note, an individual like this could be, could annoy a gossiper, right? Because they don't have anything in common. Or this person could be a blessing to someone, someone who is hungry for the word of God. 
So it could go either way. You know, people that are into gossipers, the good news gospel wouldn't be for them. It would annoy them, right? And the, the people that are into the good news gospel, gossipers would annoy them. You know, they don't have anything in common. Matthew 12, 35 is an example of both good news gospel or gossiper. A good man out of the good treasures of his heart bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart bringeth forth evil things, right? So I just want to make a disclaimer. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled because you can be one of the people that feed the spirit, but manifest no fruit. And now I'm coming for the church people today. (laughs) In other words, you can have the word, you can know the word inside out but bear absolutely no fruit. Meaning you haven't given birth to what God has placed on the inside of you, right? It's not tangible. No one can pick fruit from your tree. No one can benefit from what God has placed inside of you. For some of us, we do bear some fruit, but we only share this fruit with our immediate circle, right? Only the immediate circle gets a pick off the tree. Who's your immediate circle? Your family, your friends, your colleagues, your acquaintances, your neighbors, right? But for some of us, God is calling you to reach way more people so that they would be able to benefit, you know, from the fruit that you bear. That fruit varies for each and every one of us, you might be able to teach, cook, clean, garden, let me see, paint, decorate, do hair, makeup, customize cars, mentor people, motivate people. You know, you might be able, you have the capacity to become a, a, a doctor. The, God might be calling you to be a doctor, a nurse, a lawyer, an actor, musician, or even the president, right? He said, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. That means he's scared about what you can do. Yes, you you do have the potential to become the president if you believe that. But those of us that, you know, some of us have been overfeeding the people around you. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you, I know this all so well. Like for me, for example, the people around me got tired of hearing about all of the revelation. And I'm not saying all the people, but a lot of them, because it was crazy. I was just stuffing them, overfeeding them, and they just couldn't take anymore, right? They got tired of me hearing about all the revelation I had on the word of God, right? They would literally run from me. I remember I worked at a nursing home where some of the people like, oh my God, here she comes, you know? And you know, listen, some of them, they might've meant, well, some of them might've been gossipers and I just might not have been their cup of tea. I might not be feeding the spirit that's in them, you know? So people like that, they wouldn't want me around, but also some people that do want it. Sometimes they're like, all right, okay, that's a lot for me. Like, you know, you, it, it was crazy. It was very, very crazy. Like, and I knew it, but I couldn't help it. Because I'm so filled, you know, you can talk to me for five minutes and not hear something about this amazing father we have. Let me give you a funny story. 
So one day I was talking to a cousin of mine and she was on her phone and I was looking at her. I'm like, you can't put your phone down for one second to hear what I'm saying. She said, you've been talking for 20 minutes. And when she said that, it really hurt my feelings. I was like, I almost cried. Like, I'm like, I'm a grown woman. Like, but then I went and I laid, I was, I wasn't home. I was at my mom's. I had just came back from a trip and I wanted to tell her all the things that God showed me, but it wasn't for her, you know, and God was calling me to do exactly what I'm doing now. And so she said to me, you've been talking for a long time. Like, in other words, I'm not interested. And I went upstairs and my feelings wanted to be hurt. I wanted to get in my feelings. I wanted to have a pity party, you know? And so when you do that, Satan, this is how he can move in and, you know, set up shop. But the spirit of the Lord said, I, I caused her to reject you. I caused her to reject you. They don't want to hear anymore what you have to say, Denise. I'm calling you to a bigger platform. You know a lot and what you know can help other people. So for me, it was like, okay, I sucked up my tears. I was like, all right. I didn't, I was almost offended, but because I let the spirit of the Lord counsel me, you know, that offense turned into, oh my God, this is my purpose, you know? And that's why the people around me are just like, all right, well, shut up already, you know? Um, anyway, back to my disclaimer, right? You'll know the people by their fruit, right? Matthew seven sixteen says, you shall know them by their fruit. There's another piece to that, but I'm not going to read that, right? In other words, people should be able to see and pick the fruits from the good trees. We are the trees family. We are the trees. When, when Jesus in the story, in the Bible for, for the people that know the Bible and the people that don't, there was a, Jesus had passed a tree and cursed it and said, you will bear no more fruit. And we're, we're, we're actually trees. The Bible, if you really read it and, and allow the Holy Spirit to break it down to you, when he refers to trees, a lot of times trees mean people, you know? So if you're not bearing no fruit, this wonderful God, he will curse, he will curse the tree because you, you're just taking up space. You're not bearing any fruit. You're wasting the time, Right. In other words, people, honestly, people need, you got to watch the fruit family, right? We have to watch the fruit. People should be able to see and pick the fruits from the good trees, right? We are the trees. We are the trees. I'm going to say it again. And if you're a child of God that participates in the word of God, then people should be able to see and benefit from the fruit that you bear. What fruit, Denise? Well, in Matthew, I believe it's 7, 17. Let me turn to it. And it says, even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but every corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. So that goes back to, you know, let me give you a fresh example for that. Um, joy. So you could be filled with, with the joy of the Lord that anyone who comes into contact with you catches it. Or you can be filled with fear, worry, doubt, and you speak to someone for some time on the phone and that person 
could leave that conversation feeling defeated. You just kill that person's confidence. And remember, both are contagious. So if you have joy, it can be contagious. And if you you live in fear, that could be contagious too. Right? Because we're spirit beings. And fear is a spirit. Joy is a spirit. It's a fruit. It's a fruit of the Lord. Right? Also, bearing fruit can also... um. It's also your divine purpose. What were you here to to do? Are you bearing fruit, right? Some of us are bearing little fruit because we're 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 not serving our fruit to enough people, right? The tribe that God has assigned you to serve, and some of us are not bearing fruit at all because the ideas are stuck in our minds, our hearts. Both are considered to be disobedience for the mere fact that you're not walking out your full God-given potential, right? So we all have some work to do. We all have some work to do. Some of us have, you know, to work on chopping down those evil trees in our lives. Whether you are the evil tree, whether, in other words, I'm saying whether you are the gossiper, whether you are the tree of fear, doubt, whether you're, per- whether you're the person on the other end of giving, you know, this, this spirit of fear, just serving it up to people every day on the phone or gossip, a spirit of gossiping, serving it up every other day or every day, then you need to chop down that tree, right? Cause this is the Bible considers this an evil tree. Okay. It's evil. That's what he says about it. Right. And, um, or you might, you might be on the other end, you might be eating from eating fruit from evil trees, right? You, you're listening to gossipers. You're surrounded by them. You were never a gossiper, but now you are. Can you imagine that? I know people that are, they went through their whole life. And never had a desire to gossip and then hook up with somebody in, in their fifties or maybe found a friend and all of a sudden became a gossiper. How does that happen? Because you've been eating from that, from that tree, right? You're the sum of the five people you hang out with. So I suggest you, you take a poll and see who, who you're hanging out with and see if that's who you want to be. Right. And, um, pretty much you need to disassociate yourself, right? Stop eating from the, the, from the evil tree, disassociate yourself from anyone who limits your capacity to grow because truth be told, anybody that you're speaking to that's full of fear and, and worry and, and, and doubt, you cannot grow with people like that in your life. You just cannot. And so you need to learn to disassociate yourself from anyone who, who limits you. Right. And family, do not be afraid to say goodbye to anyone in your life. Right. That would hinder your growth because you do not want to stand before your father and say, he's going to say, what, what did you do with your time on earth? What did you do? What are you going to tell him? Oh, I didn't want to, I was, I was gossiping with, what are you going to tell him? Oh, well, Susie said I couldn't do it. You know, she doubted it. So I doubted it. What are you going to tell him? He's going to say, that's no excuse. Right? Because he gives us power over ourselves. It's up to you to take authority over yourself. 
right? Some of us need to work on developing, developing our tree so it can bear more fruit for the picking. So that might look like you taking a class or practicing on others, serving your gift for free so that it may be perfected, right? Before you present it. FYI, we should all be sharpening our skills at all times in every area. Any area that you are called in to serve, you should be sharpening your skills. If you're a mechanic, they're coming up with new stuff, right? If you're a doctor, they're coming up with new stuff. If you're a mentor, they're coming up. Even hairstylists, even hairstylists, look, they move from sewing weaves for my people that get weaves to lace front wigs and, and they, they're so innovative now. So now you need to move with the times. So you might just need to sharpen your gift, right? But we should all be doing that at all times. Some of us need to take a step, the next step, right? A step forward needed to serve our gift. You know, to uh, maybe you need to serve your gift to a larger capacity, right? A, lo- a larger scale so that the people that you're assigned to could reach you. They're waiting on you, but they can't find you and you can't find them because you've been hiding, right? So maybe you just need some courage to step out and be bold, right? Some of us just simply need to know what kind of tree we have on the inside of us. Some people honestly just don't know, you know, um, you just probably not sure. And so that I pray that today God will reveal to you in this season what you were placed here for, right? Those with trees, there are some people with trees and don't know it. Or actually, let me say they do know it. There are some people with trees and they absolutely know. Because every day they think about it, it goes through that there's not one day that, that they don't wake up thinking about it, but they cannot bear fruit because of why? The spirit of fear, right? Fear of the unknown, fear of what people might say or think. Be delivered today, people. people. Be delivered. You be delivered from people today. The word of God says in Jeremiah, I think it's one eight, be not afraid of their faces for I'm with thee. He says, I will deliver thee, saith the Lord. Some of us might have a fear of how big the tree might get or that the tree won't grow at all. You know, I found that we are equally afraid of um, becoming big. You know, we're afraid about how much we could, you know, produce. Even me, I scare myself sometimes as equally afraid of failure as we are of success. I think that's a better way to say it, right? But um, either way, it's still fear, right? And so we can't let that stop us. Some of us might have a fear of, um, you know, let let me say this. I come against... Mm. I come against the spirit of fear right now. Mm-hmm. And I break the power of fear off your minds. I break the power of fear off the minds of God's children under the sound of my voice today 
in the mighty matchless name of Jesus, we take back our authority and our power today. Because the word of God says in 2 Timothy 1.7, he had not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Guys, be liberated today. Be liberated in Jesus' name. Go and be free to operate in your purpose. Remember, as I said in the beginning, we are the mouthpiece of the true and living God. And he's waiting on us to say what he said, produce what he put in us. He gave us this gift of whatever it is that you you can master, that you make look so easy. He gave it to us. It's a gift and he won't take it back, but you have to operate in it, right? People have been praying, guys. There are people praying for answers and family. You are the answer. God put these gifts inside of you and I so that we can make others' lives easier, right? You might know something that they don't know. YouTube is an amazing place. You know how many things I learned how to be a chef off of YouTube? There are many things I learned, you know, you go to and people know how to master it. So they just, they serve up their gifts. You know, listen, there's some stuff that you know that the world is, everybody's waiting on. You're the answer to some people. There's a tribe of people waiting for you. Right? So we need to be um, practicing, getting our gift ready, perfecting it to serve one another. Right? The greatest in the kingdom is the servants. That's what Jesus said. Right? We need to remember this. You, you're going to make people's lives easier and you find joy and pleasure when you operate in your gift. That's why all the people that was running for me, like I found pleasure in talking about, you know, the revelation I had, the wisdom that I got to make out things that we've been trying to figure out. I, when I got it, I just want to give it out. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, because it works. But those were not the people that I was assigned to, right? You who are listening to me, you are who I'm assigned to. So listen, always remember guys, I'm going to end with this. Always remember if God sent you, then he has already provided the grace for you to do what he has called you to do. You don't need to be afraid. Don't be afraid. Step out in faith. Ask God, I ask God today to give each and every one of you the courage. Because that's what you need. You need courage. You need boldness. And those are all fruits of the spirit. Okay. And it's available to you today. Take it and do something today that you, that makes you uncomfortable. As you do that, you will break boundaries. And I'm telling you, it's going to be like a domino effect. You're going to shock yourself because there's so much in you. Because God lives in us. We're made in his image. So it's limitless what we could do, right? Don't put God in a box by putting yourself in a box. Because remember, we are the eyes, ears. We're we're managing the earth. So when we box ourselves up, we box him up. Just remember that. Anyway, guys, till next time, I hope this word has been a blessing to you. And I hope that you will participate, right? No spectating, participate.
Till next time, Coach Denise checking out. Be well and be safe. Take care.